For the rest of this show, however, I want to turn my attention to something positive for a change. We have so many negative things going on, so many terrible things to discuss about the state of our country and some of the attacks on our country and our institutions and our liberty. Let's talk about something positive. This has been a fight, if I'm not mistaken, that is somewhere in the neighborhood of 11 years in the making. And when I say fight, I mean it's an effort and it's a labor of love that has been uh, undertaken by Pastor Chris Long, the president of the Ohio Christian Alliance, and a host of others who have been working very diligently for about 11 years now to bring the D-Day prayer to the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. And now all of those uh, those efforts are, are bearing fruit. Now it is all about to come to fruition next month. Joining me now to talk about that and uh, the, the incredible story of the D-Day prayer is uh, Pastor Chris Long, Ohio Christian Alliance. Pastor Long, good to have you back on the airwaves, my friend. How are you, sir? Thank you, Bob. Good to be with you. And, uh, yes, we're excited. <laughs> it's been an 11-year journey with the D-Day Prayer Project. Many of your listeners, of course, have heard us over the years talk about this wonderful effort to add FDR's D-Day Prayer in its entirety at the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. Some of the listeners may have seen the appearance I had on Fox and Friends this June when I headed down to D.C. Actually, it was the day in which we were hoping to dedicate the prayer uh, from a year or so ago, but uh, the delays of inflation, of course, uh, caused the price of the materials for the prayer to accelerate in cost, of course, under Mr. Biden's administration and during the inflationary period. So they had to go back to the drawing board and kind of... Um, revamp the plans and work within the budget. Uh, so that was accomplished. So we didn't have a June dedication, but it will be a dedication officially in December. But I want to talk about Veterans Day on on the Mall in Washington. And Bob, you'll be there with us. We're so honored to have you as our MC. We're going to have a celebration of the D-Day Prayers Edition at the World War II Memorial. We've chosen Veterans Day because it's a great time to be on the Mall in Washington. My wife and I have had the privilege of going over the last few years to Veterans Day on the Mall, and there's a lot of veterans, a lot of their families, and it's a great time to celebrate our nation and to thank those who have served us in uniform in both in times of war and peace and to thank them for their service. You know, as Bob Dole used to say, just say these simple words, thank you for your service. And it means so much to those men and women in uniform and those who are retired, of course, and are veterans. And to give them thanks and to give them acknowledgement for their service, it means so much to them. Pastor Chris Long is our guest, and uh, I am uh, just humbled to have been asked to come down there and celebrate this uh, you know, this great achievement with you on Veterans Day. And uh, I, I want to talk about what you, what it has taken to get here, Chris, because you, you know, we've talked about this before, and we know about the funding challenges, but there have been other things. Um, one would think that it should be just a pretty easy, you know, an easy thing to achieve to say, of course, why would you not add Roosevelt's, uh, you know, DDA prayer to the World War II Memorial? I mean, it was inspirational. It was a huge part of what was, you know, uh, you know, the victory and the saving of the world that, that took place. Why would it be, a, why would there be obstacles? But there have been. It's something I would think could get done in a year, and it's taken 11 years, and there's still more delays, you know, that have happened. So, can you talk about some of the obstacles and how you and Senator Portman and Congressman Johnson and uh, historian Bill Federer and others who have been a you know, big part of all of this, Chris, can you, can you talk about some of those obstacles and how you guys overcame them? That's a great point, Bob. And it does start with the importance and the work of a historian 
Bill Fetter of the American Minute, and you're going to have him on your program in the coming weeks to talk about this. But, you know, Bill has something called the American Minute. Every day in your inbox, in your email, he has a little um, story to tell about today in American history, dates in American history. Well, it was uh, some years ago, uh, obviously, I was a recipient of the American Minute, and I saw the D-Day prayer. It was June 6th. So I went ahead and Googled it, and of course you could still hear the audio of FDRs as he prayed the prayer with the nation on the day of the D-Day landings, and I thought, this is fantastic. Well, just about a year or two after that, I woke up one morning with an idea to my wife. I said, hey, I've got an idea. I'm going to ask Congressman Bill Johnson to offer legislation that will add FDR's D-Day prayer at the World War II Memorial. I said, I don't know what I'm doing, but we'll get her started, and that's what we did. He said, I'd be honored. He was a newly elected uh, congressman from Ohio's 6th District back in 2011. And then Senator Portman called me and said, Chris, this is a great idea. I'd like to be your Senate sponsor. And so we were off and running. Well, we were getting the signatures of veterans and their family from across the country here in Ohio and Texas, California, other places, and uh, also lining up testimony to come forward in, in uh, Congress. We also worked with the American Legion, VFW Post, uh, across Ohio and the greater Akron, Cleveland area, uh, who signed the petition and, and encouraged us on. And basically some of these men at the time said, young man, get it done. Well, <laughs> that was 11 years ago. I was a little younger than Bob. We got that commission from the greatest generation. You know, and there's been some sweat and tears through this thing, too, because it, at times as many of them would pass on, including my father as a World War II veteran of the Pacific Theater. You know, I just was exacerbated, and I, you know, and I just said, I, I don't know how to do this, you know. But the words would come back with encouragement, and I thought, I don't want to let these guys down. Well, the Lord would bring encouragement just about that time. So in 2014, it did pass Congress, miraculously, on the anniversary of the 70th anniversary of the D-Day landings. Got a call from Senator Portman and his staff and said the Senator's going to offer a unanimous consent measure in the Senate. We thought earlier in the year the bill was dead because Barack Obama was, was reelected, and uh, actually his administration originally opposed it. Uh, but then uh, they turned tables, and uh, the Senate did unanimously uh, support the legislation, Senator called back, says, I got monumental news, momentous news. It's passed by unanimous consent, which was great. Okay, so that means all 100 senators. Well, that's impossible, really, on <laughs> this day and age. And then over to the Congress, only 12 no votes, and then President Obama uh, quietly signed it on June 30th of 2014. Then we were off and running. What were we doing? Well, it can't be paid for by tax dollars, but by private donations. So we met with the friends of the World War II Memorial, members of the Park Service, and we went down there, and we uh, were looking at site selection and design. So they kind of took us around, and I said, well, what about here down the steps? They said no. And I said, what about by the visitor center? They said no. And I'm thinking, well, what about this open space on the wall? Because we'd already looked at areas, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they, they turned us down on all that. Then they said, we have another place. And I thought, okay, here we go. They're going to put us on the back nine. And so we go through the Atlantic Arch, and we go to a place called the Circle Remembrance. Well, uh, they said this place is part of the World War II Memorial. It's, it's uh, set for a major upgrade, and we want the prayer to be the feature of this enhancement to the monument. And we thought, well, we're thrilled. So the, the challenging news with that, though, was it was going to cost 2 to $3 million for that upgrade of the Circle Remembrance with the prayer included. So, again, had to be by... Private donations, not by tax dollars. So we started the fundraising effort. So did the Friends of the World War II Memorial. 
they were having difficulty. They were being turned down. No names, please, as they say. The announcer said, no names, please. A number of what you would think is faith-based organizations, companies across the country, turned us down, turned them down. And uh, we were doing little efforts and getting on some radio programs with Bill Fetter, and small donations would come in. And I, I got to tell you, the, the notes that came in from family and friends of veterans and veterans themselves and said, keep going, uh, get her done, and uh, that's what kept us going all along the way. Then there was a point um, a few years ago, I got a call from Holly Rotondia, the Friends of World War II Memorial, and said, Chris, we're running out of time. I said, excuse me? She said, we're running out of time. The Commemorative Works Act of adding anything to the mall in Washington, you have to get it done within seven years. If it's not done by then, you've got to go through Congress again. You know, Bob, there's no I remember way. that. I remember that very well. I remember yeah. you talking. We were up against that, that deadline, and that was one of the reasons for one of the fundraisers that I was with you at down in Akron. Uh, and I remember that being a very, very pivotal moment uh, that we you know, we were trying to impress upon people the importance of the, the deadline here so that we didn't have to start all over again. That's exactly right. We had two uh, D-Day veterans <laughs> with us at that, that night as well, and thank you for being part of that wonderful evening in 2019. Uh, one of them has passed on. Mr. Miller went uh, passed on. Uh, Jack is still with us. Uh, he's not able to make it to Washington, but he's still with us. But, you know, and we do still have some of these veterans, and we're hoping to get a handful of them with us on Veterans Day, by the way. But all that said, that's when I went to bed one night, and I said, Lord, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to raise that money. You know, it's at those times, Bob. When we've come to the end, when we can't do it, God will do it. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Not at all, Chris. Not at all. Tell us, tell us how God stepped in. He just at that moment spoke to me and said, I will do it. Within six months, I got a call. Uh, actually, the senator's staff said, the senator is going to call you today. And at that moment, I broke down. Because I knew it was good. And both of, us, both of us were quite emotional. He called me that night and said, I want to tell you personally that the Lilly Endowment came forward with a $2 million grant. And all I could think about, Bob, was those veterans that we promised them we'd get it done. And so the prayer is under construction right now. The great news was this June, we were able to announce that construction begins in July. The temporary prayer plaque was there for three years. And now the prayer is going to be finalized in December. We're going to celebrate it on Veterans Day. And we're hoping to have some veterans, World War II veterans, there with us. I'm reading some of their books this summer. And, and you know, Bob, I love that you like Reagan, because he was from that generation. And this is for their legacy and for their honor. And we hold on to that America that you and I grew up with.
the listeners grew up with. So it's going to be a great time in Washington to celebrate our veterans and to give glory to God. And if folks want to join us, uh, they could drive down, of course. The, the ceremony is going to be 1130. In fact, come early at 9 o'clock. is going to be the World War II Memorial Veterans Day service at 9, and that will conclude at 10. We're going to start at 1130. That conclude yes, at 10. We'll start at 1130. We'll have Senator Portman with us. We have a group of World War II reenactors, 30 in number. We're bringing our own small army with us, Bob. <laughs> it's called Crew 44. That's going to be and great. They're, they're going to be in their uh, fatigue, and they're also going to be in their Class A's. And this is a great uh, young men who keep the, the history alive. Melanie Miller will be with us in singing patriotic music. And uh, Bill Federer, of course, will be leading in a War Memorials tour that day. It's going to be a great time to be there, and uh, folks won't regret it. There is, we do have a charter bus, and if you'd like to uh, be on that, you can click on our website. That's ddayprayerproject.org. Again, ddayprayerproject.org. Go there, and then you'll see right at the top about the event on Veterans Day. You can also visit our website, Ohio Christian Alliance, and we'd like for you to be with us. If you're going to drive down and be there, just let us know that you're going to be there. And if you want to come on the charter bus, there's still some seats left, and we'd love for you to be with us. And the, the price, and that includes both the charter bus and the hotel stay. You'll go on the 10th, stay overnight that night, and then all day the 11th and come back. But we're going to have a great time together, my friend. And I, I didn't mean to get emotional, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a promise come true. And we're, we're really thrilled and thankful. Well, I'm thankful that you did get emotional, uh, Chris. How can you not? And how can, how can anybody not really understand the, the importance of this significance and the fact that God literally answered your prayers? You're, you're, you're begging for an answer. You're admitting your own helplessness. I can't get this done. I don't know how to get this done. And God just stepped in and said, don't worry, I got this. Uh, how can you not get emotional? And I'm sure there's going to be some tears flowing, but also some laughter and some joy and some celebration of this uh, commemorative uh, addition to the to the memorial. I mean, as you said, this is this is a, a a testament to that generation, a testament to all of those who saved the world and um, who did so with the their faith in God strong. And and the fact that our president, you know, made that prayer and offered that prayer. Uh, at the time that he did, as uh, as we went over and 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 liberated, you know, France or began the liberation of France and all of Europe uh, from that from that uh, horror of of Nazism, uh, it, it, the fact that 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 prayer was offered just kind of underscores exactly what kind of a role our faith and what kind of a role God played in helping uh, those heroes. Uh, go out there and do what needed to be done. So I'm honored to be a part of it, Chris. I'll uh, continue. In fact, I posted already <clears throat> uh, the D-Day Prayer Edition celebration link on Ohio Christian Alliance on the Ohio... 